We're after the intro, bro. Here we go, what a great card, Insight, what's going on, my brother? What a good fucking show, uh, what a fucking fight night last night. Second time, I think, in UFC history, all fucking finishes. Finish them. So I get so frustrated when someone fucking got someone hurt and they don't fucking jump in there and finish them. You don't want to explode in because you get caught. It's like fucking cornering a wounded animal, it really is. Like you got to fucking... Pick and choose when you jump in there and fucking finish it. But when you fucking rock someone, you better finish them. Don't give them a chance to fucking uh, get their wits back about them. Uh, keep them discombobulated and finish them. And that's what they did last night. That's what they did. Every fighter. Like, you know, every fucking mixed martial arts last night. Insane card. You young people out there or even, uh, you don't even have to be young. You can be old too. Casual fans, man, that don't understand fighting at all. And then you got these kids that think, you know, in the 80s and 90s, 100 to 400 fights in the fucking uh, 80s and 90s. Yeah, never lost. Never fucking lost. Never got a beat, never. That's the fucking truth. Why the fuck do I need to lie? Come on, that's fucking ridiculous, man. Little fucking kids, man. Little fucking kids, man. Inside, I hope you have fun in Alaska next week, brother. It's a beautiful fucking place. Beautiful fucking place. So, the prelims. Every fight. We lost two fights, right? That was going to be another one of those nights, right? Nope. It was a great fucking night. It was a great fucking night to be a mixed martial artist fan. Uh, MMA fan. Boxing, wrestling, uh, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, everything. I mean, we had a little bit of everything in there last night. Strangulation, chokeouts, fucking knockouts. I love fucking knockouts, man. I love seeing a jab and then a fucking head kick right after. Boom, boom, boom. It's like one punch needs to be two punches. You know what I mean? It's supposed to sound like two punches. You know, one, uh, two punches is supposed to sound like one punch. I'm sorry. Ba bang, bang, ba bang. You know what I mean? Ba bang, bang, and then hook. Hook to the body, hook to the head. Fucking body kick, head kick. Flying fucking knee. So, uh, Bueno Silva got the win over Edgar, which was, uh, we didn't see the tap. Let me explain something real quick, people, okay? All you old school cats out there that grew up in boroughs in the city like I like I have, I'm still in, still in the same borough I grew up in, Southwest Quincy, 
Let me explain something to you people, all right? They got about fucking 20, 50 fucking cameras in them fucking octagon. They can't find, see if the fucking guy down. The FBI and the fucking detectives and everybody, right? When they fucking, when your block's hot or your fucking borough's hot, they can see everything you're fucking doing. How come we couldn't see a fucking tap? That's what I want to fucking know. Because it wasn't a tap. That's why. I don't think there was a fucking tap. Break your fucking arm or something. You know what I mean? I would say if it was a man, break his arm. Leave no doubt. That was the only one that was a little fucking fishy. You know what I mean? Some fuckery for sure. Uh, then we had Granger versus McKenna. McKenna got the shortest fucking reach in, uh, in the MMA in the women's division, right? She fucking choked that. Choked Granger out. It's not easy to do. You know what I mean? Especially as a woman. You know what I mean? No bullshit. You know, us men, we got more fucking testosterone. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's pretty impressive. McKenna, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You remind me of Rocky Marciano way back in the days. Way before I was alive, but I'm a huge fan of Rocky Marciano. Oh, yeah, by the way, shout out to uh, John Cameron out there in England. Dude, salute, brother. Of course I fucking, uh, of course I subscribed to your YouTube channel. Of course I did, brother. I, I was subscribed fucking a month ago, whatever the fuck, a couple months ago when you first started. Of course I, uh, I always support the people I, I enjoy, you know, talking to. You know, on the internet. Uh, loyalty is royalty, man. And, and this generation, you gotta learn that shit. If you don't learn that shit, huge character trait. Huge character trait, people. Huge one. Remember that one. So McKenna, with the Vaughn flu choke, it's kind of like, you know, underneath the armpits and around and around the neck. You know what I mean? So your fucking, your spine's twisting. You know what I mean? Great, great, great. McKenna, I'm a fan, like I said, and I think you gained a lot more fans last night. You're a fucking tough little savage there, lady. Uh, Walter Wade. Yeah, battle, what a fucking this kid is uh he's got some uh he's got some talent, this kid. This kid's got some talent. Battle. Versus Sato. Sato, the Japanese warrior Sato. You know, if these uh Asian fighters just learned a little bit of takedown defense, a little bit of wrestling, they would be a lot better off. You know what I mean? They need to start learning wrestling just a little bit and they'd be good because a lot of them are great fucking fighters. They just have a problem when they get, you know, taken to the ground or even in striking. They're, they're mostly strikers, you know what I mean? They all want to be like Bruce Lee. And listen, who doesn't want to be like Bruce Lee? You know what I mean? Guy was a savage, you know what I mean? Me, I'm a heavyweight. I can't be like Bruce Lee. Uh, I could be as fast as him, maybe. Maybe. I'm pretty fast for a heavyweight. Pretty fucking fast. But, you know, battle, good fucking job. Uh, great job. The only fights from Savage Inc. I didn't have were the first two woman fights. I lost those. And let me see. I lost Usman. I have Puega. Uh, Puega. And um, let me see. And Waka. Yeah, and Waka. And then I lost on Luke, who I thought was going to come back. And uh, he don't move his head. Luke, Vincent Luke, I, I respect you. I like you as a fighter. I like you as a person. I think you're a great, not, a nice guy. Really good guy. 
You need to move that head, dude. You need to slip and rip, slip and rip. Always slipping, 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 moving. If you want to stand there and get punched, that's what's going to happen. You look like, that That fight looked like Rocky won. I don't know what the fuck was keeping you up, but you're a tough fucking kid, Luke. You're going to learn to slip those fucking punches and head kicks or whatever the fuck. Just learn to move, lateral, in and out, in and out. Object is range, range, range. Don't let someone jab you to that. Those jabs are going to end up accumulating. They're going to hurt you. You know, blood, you know, Luke, you're, you're a, you're a well-rounded fucking mixed martial artist. But let's give it up to Neil. Same last name as mine, right? Kid throws fucking heavy, heavy, heavy hands. Heavy hands. And I preach heavy hands to everybody all the time. Anyone that's ever seen my clips? I have four or five hundred fucking clips in there about heavy hands. You see me training when I'm right? Jeff Neal, great job. I really hope you got things straightened out, brother. I really do. Because uh, sky's the limit for you if you start learning all the mixed martial arts and, and just, you know, just work on a few things, you know, wrestling, more kicks, more kicks. Start throwing kicks with those fucking heavy hands of yours, man. You'll be all right, man. Like, you know, sky's the limit for you, dude. You, you're, you're a warrior. But Vincent Luque, take a little time off, brother. You know, tweak a little things and learn how to move your friggin' head, brother, man. Because it was sad seeing you get ripped up like that. I'm happy for, uh, for, for Jeff Neal. I don't, uh, Jeff Neal, uh, salute, brother. I know when people think you're down and out, you know, I never had an OUI in my life, but I've had violent fucking, you know what I mean, felonies when I was a young fucking teenager and a young in my young 20s. And uh, even at 30, a slapping a kid around, uh, it was absolutely fucking necessary because the kid sucker punched our businessman, his, biz, his businessman and ours, uh, fucking an hour prior. My ex-business manager's face was out to here. So it was necessary, you know what I mean? And not only that, you just went there and slapped him around. We didn't even hurt you. Dude, that was in 2001. So, you know, I don't know. I don't. I really don't fucking know, man. Luke, take some time off and um, you know, work on moving your head, brother, because uh, you can't sit there and get teed up on. You know, you can't do it. If you're gonna do it, move your friggin' head. If you're gonna stay there in the pocket, move your head. Duck, duck, duck. Slip, 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 and rip. Slip and rip, three, four, 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 six, eights, you know what I mean? Everything, punches, kicks, fucking flying knees, everything. Fucking takedowns, slam them on the ground, fucking smash. Vincent Luque, you know, I'm not taking you next time. I took you two fights in a row, and you lost for me twice. I'm not losing money, right? I haven't lost money. But I'm just saying, like, I thought you were going to come back. I thought you were going to come back after that last fight. All you got... With that last uh, fight with Muhammad, remember my shades, Muhammad. You got taken down a lot. Every time you went for a punch, he fucking double leg takedown. I mean, hey, you gotta work on disguising your punches, disguise everything you throw. It's called fight IQ, and I know you have the IQ. You just gotta apply it. You gotta go into that octagon like no one's beating me. No one is fucking beating me. Like Usman did last night. That's a perfect example right there. 
perfect example. Usman, I was just talking to my friend uh, Travis Demko about Usman. He was really, uh, he said, damn, man, Usman, you know, you know, Usman, he lost in the PFL. And, uh, you know, and then we see him in a UFC fight the next time. You know what? His brother is one of the pound-for-pound pound best in mixed martial artists, Kamaru Usman. And I have a lot of respect for that guy. But uh, Usman, Usman's brother. I mean, uh, Puaga was doing good. Mohammed Usman, I respect you and God bless your son, man, because uh, I don't know. I would lose it if I lost my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I would lose it. I'd lose it. There'd be no one that could stop me. So I understand where you're fucking, where it's coming from. I get it. I don't get it because I never lost my a kid. You know what I mean? But to lose a baby that young, it, it must be devastating. And I, I feel for you, brother. I really freaking do. Like, it, it, it touches me. It, it hurts my heart. But you seem to be good with it now. And uh, everyone's grieving process is different. Everyone grieves differently. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it still makes you sad today. It makes me sad. It makes the fans sad. You know what I mean? Um, damn. I, I wouldn't even know what to say to someone. It's like when, when I've lost 60, 70 plus friends, uh, in-laws, family members, blood family members. And it's like, you know, you say you're sorry to their families and stuff. But it's not you who did it. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just here in support of my friend, or my, you know, or my in-laws, or my blood, or whatever the case may be, right? And it's just like, you know, God has a strange sense of humor. The gods, you know what I mean? Whatever you believe in, strange sense of humor, very strange. But Usman, congratulations. I mean, uh, Puaga, Puaga. I mean. You got good technique. You're technically sound, man. You know what I mean? But you got to just work a little bit harder, brother. You uh, played football your whole career, your whole life since a kid. You have that explosive power. But you can't let a guy that big, that's that strong, hit you. You know what I mean? With a clean shot. Heavyweights can knock out anybody. Believe that. Trust me. If you're, if you're 200 plus pounds... If you're 200 or 195, even if you're 179, whatever cruiserweight is, 179 to 199, that's what it used to be uh, uh, close. Uh, I know it was uh, under 200 was uh, cruiserweight. That's where Vander Holyfield started, as a, a light heavyweight or cruiserweight. No, it was cruiserweight. And then he went up to heavyweight. Same with Roy Jones Jr. Roy jo Jones Jr., middleweight, goes up to heavyweight, beats John Ruiz from Chelsea Mass here. I was in Chelsea Mass. With all my freaking Latino friends watching at a party. They had a huge party there in Chelsea. I was there watching with all my Latino friends and a, a friend from around here. We went there, and then we came back to the to our hood, you know what I mean? Celebrate with all our boys. But we were rooting for John Ruiz, you know what I mean? Because he's a local, you know what I mean? But John Ruiz, salute, you won the uh, heavyweight title. And, uh, you know, Jones, Roy Jones Jr., I mean, he won a belt in what? Four or five different divisions? Roy Jones Jr. is always going to be a friggin' uh, and John Ruiz, you'll always be a heavyweight champ. You know what I mean? You always will be. Santos Hill. Santos, I give you a lot of credit, dude. That was a fucking. I mean, you were in that fight. You were in that fight. There's a little bit of speed, you know, discre <laughs> discrepancy, the speed. The speed from uh, Hill 
is off the charts in, in the heavyweight, in the, uh, in the, what's that, heavyweight? Yeah, light heavyweight, I'm sorry, 205. But let me explain something to you people. 205, right? And they're about 225, 230 when they, uh, when they fight. Or whatever, you know what I mean? So they're, they're much, they're basically heavyweights. Anything over 200 pounds heavyweights. Like I always tell people, Ali up in that picture, he was 182 or 192 pounds when he beat fucking Sonny Lester, who was 240, okay? Speed kills. You know what I mean? Rocky Marciano, I think it was 182 pounds. Jack Dempsey, I think it was 180 pounds when he was beating all these fucking heavyweights. So fuck a lot bigger than him, a lot fucking bigger, a lot bigger. Size don't mean shit, man. It really don't. It's mental, and it's fucking precise, and it's never fucking lose. Never. It's, it can't enter your mind. Once you have that little fucking doubt in your mind that you're going to lose, you're going to lose. I guarantee fucking tear. Hill. 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 I, that's why I was typing in Rush Hour MMA. Hill, Hill, Hill. I knew you were going to win. I, I said it way in the beginning of the night. Jamal Hill, good job. You brought your whole team in there. Your whole team. And uh, you brought them in with you and said, you know, I won this w with my team. You know what I mean? But Santos, you know, everyone that's fought John Jones, okay, has never been the same except for Glover Teixeira. He's the only one that I've seen that has been better at the John Jones fight. I'm pretty sure... Uh, Tiago Santos uh, messed up his knee on that John Jones fight. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, he tweaked his knee. It's never been the same. But there was many times in that fucking fight. I mean, he, he clipped. He clipped Hill a bunch of times. So credit to Hill. Santos can shut your lights out. I mean, he, he hits fucking hard, man. He hits really fucking hard. But Hill... Has that mentality. I'm not fucking going nowhere. I'm going to still be here. And I like how Hill does it because he's learning. He's getting better and better and better at everything he's doing out there. You know what I mean? Santos, nothing to be ashamed of, brother. Anyone that's anyone that lost in this uh, card has nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. Nothing. You go in there, I have respect for anyone that gets in the ring or gets in the octagon or a circle, anything, and fights in front of the fucking the world. You're a savage. I respect people that get in the ring that don't fight in front of the fucking world. You know what I mean? Sparring anything, all right? So, you think you're a tough guy out there, people? Anybody think you're a tough guy, whatever, go to a fucking boxing gym, go to a, uh, Octagon, go to BJJ, go to a wrestling. Go to a wrestling fuck anywhere. And go see how tough you really are. That's, that's, that's the test, okay? That's the test. And I can honestly say... I've spied with Golden Glove Chance. Yeah, they were my friends, but in the ring, and we're not trying to kill each other, right? But you see where you fucking stand. You know what I mean? Just go. Just go to the gym. Go to a boxing gym. Go to a boxing gym. Go to a boxing gym and go, if you're a heavyweight like me, go chase around a middleweight and see how good you do for your first time. After the first round or three minutes, two minutes in, you'll be like, damn, what the fuck? Yeah, you're not as tough as you thought you were, right? What a fucking epic card, man. Epic, epic fucking card. What are you doing, Insight? <laughs> Dude, you could have came on, bro. 
Yeah, I think we're going to start doing our post-fight uh, post fights uh, right after the cards for now on. That's the way I used to do it. I don't know what I was thinking doing them on Sundays. I just figured, you know, it's more content for people out there that want to, you know, go over the fight card again. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And you'll always see me putting out content no matter what. And I'm always going to get better and better. Like, you know what I mean? Like I tell people, just press record and just keep doing it. No one's going to be perfect at this. Nobody. Joe Rogan says that for Christ's sakes, right? Mike Tyson, Evan Britton, the first two years of hot boxing were great. You know what I mean? That inspired me. Uh, B-Rail's fucking hot box. Uh, no, B-Rail's uh, smoke box. When they're sitting in the fucking uh, car and smoking fatties like I'm about to do, right? Listen to me, people. When I used to party on the weekends, I would have um, I would have cardio issues, right? When I got in the ring and spot and shit, I could feel it in my lungs. I'm like, damn, man, you know. But when you're that young, you know, in your 20s, you're a cowboy. You know what I mean? So you don't care about that fucking shit. You know what I mean? Because all I was doing, honestly, was just training during the week, boxing gyms or whatever, and I'd be pottying on the weekends with most of the guys I was training with and a lot of others, a lot of fucking others because we were just so fucking deep. We were so deep in the 80s and 90s. And then 2001 comes and I get sober and I stop drinking on the weekends, 99 to 2001. In, in between 99 and 2001, I slowed down. And then it was like every three months and every six months, all that stuff. And then it was just, I'm not missing nothing. You know what I mean? Because I was always getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Always getting in trouble. You know, getting a fight, getting fights all the time. All the time. Listen, you young guys out there, you know, you young guys in your 20s, whatever, 30s. When I was growing up and where I grew up still, like I'm fucking 10 fucking blocks away. On the streets every day, 100, 200, 300 deep, whatever, right? During the summers, even more sometimes, right? You're there all day and all night. You don't think there's going to be fights? You're selling drugs? In the bars in the 90s, you don't think people get fucking liquid courage? There's going to be fights. You get have 15 fights in one fucking day. So you kids, we grew up in this. I was born in 71. So in the 80s, I was a teenager. In the 90s, I was in my 20s, all right? All we did was fight all the fucking time. That's all we ever fucking did. Not versus each other, versus others. You kids stay in your house all day in front of a fucking computer. How the fuck do you know about fights? How the fuck do you know about fights? Just what you fucking, you read and shit? Have you ever been in a fight? Have you ever been in a fight in your life? I want to know. All right? I want to know. Put it in the fucking comments. How many fights you been in? Fucking casual fucking fans out there, man. And hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with being a casual fan. Nothing wrong with it at all. Don't speak on shit that you don't know about. You have no fucking clue. You couldn't survive in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You would have never survived, you kids, these days. Never. Never. You guys would be offended every five seconds. Middle of the stream, people. Jersey barriers and our route three. We are used to this. Fuck the world. Fuck my wife. That fucking stupid bitch. Got me out of my life. Holding a 
That's the first track off my first, uh, second album. It's called Crash. That's my little buddy Wise. He was on both albums with me. Like a little brother, good kid. I hope you're all right out there, Wise. I haven't talked to you in a couple years. I hope you're all right, dude. I really do. I'm sorry for the loss of your brother, Norman. Really good kid, Norman. You know, good kid, Norman. You know, I can understand why you'd be upset. I'd, I'd really be upset with my brother, you know. I hope my brother never goes. You know what I mean. I hope he uh, sees. I hope he sees the light. But uh, we we every card is getting better and better. People like we got so many epic friggin' UFC cards coming up. We got good Bellator cards coming up. That could be great. PFL wasn't that bad this past weekend. Uh, Friday night wasn't bad at all. Uh, Ortiz last night. Virgil Ortiz. I think it was Virgil Ortiz, right? It was, uh, it was Ortiz. I said he was calling out Crawford. Good luck with that one, Ortiz. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying that at all. But I don't think you will. I don't think you'll be able to beat him. I think Crawford is the best. Uh, I think he should be fighting Canelo. I think those two should be fighting each other. Canelo. Canelo and fucking uh, Crawford. And Giante Davis, the tank, that's another one of my favorites in the lighter weight divisions. Tyson Fury. Usyk's going to beat AJ because Usyk ain't Andy Ruiz, even though Andy Ruiz is making a comeback and he's looking good. Um, Andy Ruiz, once he won that championship, he didn't think about, all right, now I got a target on my back. Now everyone's going to want a shot at me. He didn't go into training really even harder. He, he just kind of, excuse me, let himself go. You know, he'd be the first to admit it. I guarantee it. Andy Ruiz can fucking can throw. Don't underestimate anybody, people. You just never know. You never fucking know. But Andy Ruiz had such a long amateur career. So, like, he's beaten up. He's dropped a lot of people in his life in the ring. You know what I mean? And probably on the fucking, in, the, in Mexico streets. You know what I mean? Kick and fight. AJ, um, he's a nice kid. AJ, Anthony Joshua, nice kid. You know, I respect him. He's a nice guy. Good boxer, but not elite. He's not a great boxer. Usyk is going to tool him up again. And then I want to see Tyson Fury take all the belts and retire fucking undefeated. Just like Rocky Marciano did. Just like my first hero, fucking Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Rest in peace. He didn't lose that fight, uh, fight versus, uh, versus uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. And he lost a few fights that he shouldn't even have lost way back in the days. Like, a lot of people don't even get that film footage. You know what I mean? Because uh, Marvin Hagler didn't get a shot the title till like, 48 fights in. The Savage. He went to Philly where all the best middleweights were in Philly. And uh, he, he had a couple losses there. And, you know, that's where he learned. You know what I mean? But then he would always revenge those losses. And he'd go and beat those guys in the first round the next time he fought them. Marvin Hagler was disciplined. I, I really high, highly recommend people go out there and watch some Marvin Hagler old fights versus John Mugabe versus uh, Hearns, which is a you know epic fucking fight. Everyone knows best three rounds of middleweight history, right? Uh, 
Duran, what a fucking technical fight that was. See, people don't realize about Roberto Duran. He was never a middleweight. He won fucking four belts in the lighter weight divisions, all right? Four different lightweight divisions, okay? Before middleweight. Marvin Hagler always stayed at middleweight. He said, light heavyweight, you want to come down the fucking middleweight? Okay, come meet me at 160, right? Or people want to come up, come meet me at 160. He never went down or up. He found right where he was good at. You know what I mean? Marvin Hagler, man. R.I.P. I love you. I really fucking do, brother. You're, you're a huge inspiration to me. You taught me what it was to train harder. And uh, what you're doing when nobody knows is the most important thing. That's the most important thing. Training hard, because that's what I used to do. I used to go behind Sterling Junior High School and run up and down the hill with a log on my back and do push-ups and shadow box and stuff. And I'd go home, pour and sweat, go take a shower, sit there, watch the honeymoon and smoke a joint with my stepfather. And... Uh, and my mentor, you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, you know, my mentor. So all three of us, you know what I mean? And uh, rest in peace, Billy Ball and him too. You know, they'd, all, they'd always be at my, uh, my my mother and my stepfather's apartment, you know what I mean? When I was, a, you know, 15, 16, 17 year old kid, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Marvin Hagler, when I seen him nine, 10 years old, worldwide of sports, uh, worldwide of sports, it was on Saturdays, the thriller, at, uh, what was it? The thrill of the thrill of winning, the agony of defeat. Then I'd see Marvin Hagler running on the beach with friggin' combat boots on with a fucking hat on that said, Whoa, he'd be screaming it. Whoa, whoa. And I'm like, fuck it. Who's the champ? Who's the champ? I'm the fucking champ. I'm the fucking champ. I fucking loved it. It just fucking resonated with me so much because at that age, I was already playing with all, all the older kids in sports. You know what I mean? So I always, uh, I always knew I was better than all my older friends at sports. I always knew it. Um, and that just uh, verified it. And I'd work harder and harder and harder. I'd be out there every day playing sports. And that's why I won Little League championships when I wasn't even supposed to be in Little League yet. Pitching every single game, fucking hitting home runs, fucking triples, doubles all the time. Baseball was my sport in the beginning when I was a young kid, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there. And then it was fucking street hockey. Uh, it was always street hockey and ba- uh, baseball and football. And But once we went to junior high, it was they called it middle school. Reagan, 1980 or 81, whatever the fuck it was, they called it Proposition 2 and half. They took all the sports out of junior high, so they killed my dreams right there. That's why I became a drug dealer and shit like that. That's where I fucking lost my way right there. And I'm not blaming nobody. I'm just saying that's what I, that's the truth. And a lot of people around here. We had a lot of great athletes around here. So when I was playing street hockey on Sunday mornings at the party and all weekend, we go to Stoughton, Mass, where my, where the kid Travis Dempko is from. Uh, he's on one of my podcasts. Uh, you know, we used to go there on Sunday mornings, and some people would still be fucking drinking, sniffing lines, and everything. We'd still go out there and kill every fucking team. You know what I mean? This is in the '90s, early '90s. Won three championships in a row, three years in a row. And these are all guys that, are, you know, I, I grew up with, and we, 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 put a, we put together a super team. And when they kicked everyone's fucking ass. I think we lost to Brockton one year in the last year. Uh, a goalie got hurt in the first period, second period. We were winning by, like, 20 goals, and then we had to put a kid in that hasn't played net in fucking 20, 30 years or something like that. Or something, I don't know, 20 years or 15 years or something like that. Yeah, back then, because we were in our 20s, early 20s. So, you know, he let, he let in a lot of goals. It wasn't his fault. He wasn't, you know, it wasn't his fault. 
Jimmy Pettigrew, wasn't your fault, brother. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, fucking, I led the league in penalty minutes and goals. <laughs> I don't know fucking, how that happens, but it's the truth. But I had great fucking guys getting me that fucking ball in front of the net. I was like Cam Neely in front of the fucking net in the slot. People couldn't fucking keep me out of there. And just give me one-timers. Once that pass came, tink, top corner. Tink, I wouldn't stop the ball uh, and play with it and fucking shoot. No, fucking right off the fucking pass. Tink, top corner. Tink, short side. Tink, fucking five hole. Could not be stopped. Cam Neely, my favorite fucking uh, hockey player of all time. Can fight, can fucking, can score left and right. Off Samuelson, you know, fucking dirty cocksucker, just like uh, Lambert. From fucking the Pistons. But Larry Bird gave you a left hook from fucking hell. I, I still think Larry Bird still don't like him. I don't like either, Bill Lambert. Clown. But I like the, the rest of that Detroit uh, Bad Boys team. They were great fucking players, man. I mean, Bill Lambert definitely did his job. He was definitely good at what he did. You know what I mean? But uh, that fight... That card last night, people, if that don't wake you up for Contender Series Tuesday on Rush Hour MMA, people, come over there to Rush Hour MMA. Join us. Uh, join Jay Smooth over there. Ken Ryu, the, the producer. Uh, Insight there in the uh, chat. All the other, all of us, all of us savages in there. We, all, we have a good community over there. A couple wise-ass trolls in there. But other than that, all good fucking knowledgeable fight fans, you know what I mean? And fighters, you know what I mean? Bottom line, we all love controlled violence where no one goes to prison, no one goes to jail, no one's fucking getting bailed out for defending them fucking selves, you know what I mean? So Contender Series Week 3, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, I'm pretty sure. And then Friday we got Bellator, and Saturday, we got uh, Vera versus uh, Vera versus Dominic Cruz. That card is pretty freaking dope. I cannot wait for Alex Pereira, AP. Alex Pereira, come visit you this August. I hope you're there with fucking uh, Glover Teixeira. I'd love to spot with you guys and get to know you guys a little bit better. It would be nice. I want to go see uh, Lazan's place down in Bridgewater. Uh, go see that kid from Brockton because, uh, you know, that kid could be a star if he wanted to be. And uh, I think he will be if he if he works on his uh, striking a little bit more and maybe his wrestling a little bit more. And uh, he'll be all right. With Lazan as a, as a teacher, you'll you'll do fine, kiddo. Uh, Lazan's a great teacher. Uh, I'd like to go check out... Um, uh, I'd like to go check out Cater and... Um, Calvin Cater and Rob Font up there in Medford or Melrose, one of those uh, little cities there outside of uh, northwest Boston right there. i like to go up there and spot with you guys and talk to you guys and give all my people, uh, you know, some nice interviews that, that have been asking about you. Uh, people have been asking about Rob Font. So, and then I want to go see Kenny Florian. I talk to his father uh, once a month, a couple times a week, uh, you know, every other week or whatever I see him, I talk to him. Uh, Kenny Florian, I want to check out his gym in uh, Brookline. Uh, so there's four gyms right there, MMA gyms, that I want to go check out. 
Because I might want to open up my own MMA gym pretty soon. If I could do that, I'd be really fucking happy. And I give these kids after school a place to go that, I've, that grew up like I did without no father, whatever, right? That's what you need to do is go take that anger out at a place, you know what I mean? And you'll have people there. I got people that'll come teach you wrestling. I got people that'll teach you boxing. Like, I can teach you. I can teach you kicks. I can teach you how to use your feet, how to use your fucking range, your balance, everything. Like, I've been trained by three of the best trainers around. And God bless uh, one of them, two of them, actually. Uh, Eddie Sigliano, God bless you, sir. Love you. Love your whole family. We're all good people. Uh, Mr. Farrell Sr., Jimmy Farrell, uh, Junior's uh, father, taught me a lot, just like Jimmy Farrell. I was already taught, but he taught me a little bit more. You know what I mean? Really good trainers, people out there. There's um, Nick for Life, Sarah, Sarah uh, CYR. Check him out. He's a good fucking trainer. There's great trainers. I got boxing trainers around here. I'm going to go do interviews with all these people. To, uh, see, this is up here. It's all boxing, people in the Northeast. All boxing. But MMA, they're starting to open up some gyms. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm a fighter myself, so I have no problem sparring with any of these guys. Any of them. Any of them. So that's why I just want to go in. You know what I mean? I'm not one of these media guys that kisses your ass, starts. I'm not starstruck at all. You know what I mean? But I respect these. You know what I mean? I respect these a lot. A lot. And uh, I would love to come talk to you and, you know, become friends. And, uh, you know, I come in there and uh, spar with you guys. You know, work with you guys a little bit. Come up and spar once a week with you guys. Uh, you know, see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, but I definitely going to come visit your gyms and s talk to the trainers up there and uh, see how uh, the New England cartel's doing up there. So I'll see how my boy Alex Pereira and Glover Teixeira, they wanted to do it in New England and Connecticut. So I got a triangle of gyms I want to go visit this month and next month. So all throughout this next month and a half, month and th three weeks, I'm going to go make sure that happens. And um, and like I said, uh, Kenny Florian, I mean, Kenny Florian is uh, he's a fucking legend in, w, uh, in uh, UFC. And such a nice guy, too. John Anik is from Quincy. He's from Quincy Bay. You know what I mean? So we got a lot of locals from around here that start in the UFC just like Dana White, Salty, right? So we got to get the bloody bean on the map, people, because this is where it all started. You guys are all, like, you UFC fans, this is where it all started. This is where the dream started, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. And Dana White didn't start getting rich, right? They were a fucking 50 million in debt. They wouldn't let him fucking fight anywhere. I think Trump let them fight at the Trump Plaza all the time because he was such a fan, you know what I mean? So you could probably thank Dana White and Trump and the Fatita brothers, you know what I mean? And um, all the investors prior to that, you know what I mean? We, we might not have UFC. We might have a different version, you know what I mean? Or we would just have Bellator and PFL and LFA and all that shit and Cage Warriors, all, all of them. They were all pretty fucking good. I mean, I don't understand you boxing fans. That, I'm a huge boxing fan, huge boxing fan. But I've been a UFC fan since the 90s. I don't know how you people cannot like the UFC or, or any any promotion for that, uh, any MMA. I don't know how you don't like MMA. If you like boxing, you don't like MMA, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you, man. 
Either that or you're just, you've never been in a street fight or nothing. Because that's what it is. It's an elite level street fight. That's what mixed martial arts is. It's an elite level street fight. But you're not getting your head banged off the fucking curbs. You're not getting your arms fucking stomped on on the curbs. You're not getting your head fucking kicked. Adam Vinatieri's, a hundred of them in a fucking row to the ribs and head. That's how we fought. You know what I mean? On the streets. So it's controlled violence. It's one mindset over another mindset. Go to deep waters where the great white sharks fucking swim. And we'll see if you're a seal, a fucking dolphin, a fucking, um, I don't know, a little fish in a small pond. You know what I mean? Or a little fish in a huge, huge sea, ocean, which is Jesus Christ. Two-thirds of the earth is fucking ocean. You got to be a great white shark or a killer whale. Or you're getting eaten. It's called the circle of fucking life. Same thing in fighting, people. Alex Pereira. Uh, Izzy. Izzy, I'm very proud of you. I, I, I like you. I don't think you're... Uh, I think you're a great fucking striker. I think you're a great fucking champion. I really do. There's always someone's equal out there. Or a little larger than equal. Okay, there's always that one guy that could beat you. My boy up there on that T-shirt up there behind the green screen, on the side of the green screen. He met one guy in the ring that beat him twice. The only guy that beat him twice. You know what I mean? Only guy. And uh, he just had that reach. He just, uh, you know, he had that reach. And my boy was a, like, bite down your mouthpiece. Kind of like Rocky. You know what I mean? That's exactly what he was. Just a fucking brawler. And he won the Golden Glove champ. The championships as like that. He won the Junior Olympic Champions like that. And he lost his first pro fight and then he won won nine fights in a row or, I don't know, four fights in a row. Then he fought that kid again. Then he lost him the first time. And uh, he lost to him again. This time in the second or third round. But it was a more competitive fight. And then uh, he won like four or five more. I think it was like 12 and 3 at the end. I mean, we... I was with him... Uh, I was with him in all those fights, the three the three losses. And um, last time he lost was at the Revere Ballroom. I was there uh, with, with some friends. And uh, I was in the back with him in, in, the, uh, in the dressing room. And uh, he was just doing it uh, just because he loved fighting. You know what I mean? And the kid beat him, but didn't knock him out or nothing. It was just, you know, a point, you know, he just got the decision, but... My boy wasn't, uh, he wasn't training hard at all. You know what I mean? He, he just thought he was going to go in there and knock him out. And I thought he d was going to too. You know what I mean? But this kid obviously got better. You know what I mean? That, that beat him. It was only a decision. You know what I mean? Never, like Marvin Hagler said a long time ago, never leave it in the hands of the judges. I got to use these more now. That's what he said a long time ago. He's getting fucked over by the judges all the time. Last night, we didn't have to worry about no judges, get, you know, fucking fighters over. You know what I mean? We have to worry about that. So you people that don't like finishes, you're, you're lost. You're, that's what it's all about. To fucking put someone out of their consciousness or choke them out where they have to tap or fucking go to sleep. That's what it's all about. That's what you're in there trying to do. You're not trying to go in there and have wars. If you have wars all the time, you're going to leave parts of your soul in the fucking octagon every fucking Saturday or every fucking three months you fucking fight. Whatever, right? You don't want that happening, man. This thing is not about getting fucking taking punches, showing how tough you are. Anyone can do that. It's about fucking slipping, ripping, and not getting hit as much as possible. Obviously, you need to take some to give some. 
But object is range. It's fight IQ, people. Fight IQ. Learn this stuff. Learn fighting before you talk shit about fighting, all right? Learn fighting before you talk shit about fighters. Before you talk shit about mixed martial artists, professional boxers, some people have no clue. They have no fucking clue. And they're sitting there fucking acting like they're the foremost authority on fucking fighting. Get the fuck out of here. These little fucking media kids. Little media kids make the fucking pound for pound list. Why? Why? Once a fucking mixed martial artist speaks up and starts talking shit to these media, they fold. You know why? Because they've never been in a fight in their fucking life either. Like Dana White, put some fucking people in there that fucking actually know fighting. You know what I mean? They ain't going to be scared when the fucking fighter says something to them. You know what I mean? You know, you got, you got to, oh man, you know, I'm not even mentioning media names because why? Listen, they do it. They do a good job. You know what I mean? I'm not saying they don't do a good job. They, they but they do ask some of the stupidest questions. How did you feel when, uh, uh, when you beat them, uh, this, that, this, uh, how do you think I fucking felt? How do you think they felt? How do you think? Obviously they tweaked their fucking game and got better. You know what I mean? Don't ask stupid fucking questions, media. All right? Enough of the bullshit. Honestly, people, check out Rush Hour MMA, all right? Kid J Smooth, 31, going to be 32, right? Very good man. He's like a 41-year-old man, like, mentality-wise. You know what I mean? You don't act like a little kid. He's not even a little kid. He's a man. I'm just saying, 30, 31, you know, that's fucking 20 years younger than me. But here's the thing. He's got patience. And he never talks shit about nobody. He's a very, very, very uh, mature. Very mature. And he's from Baltimore. I like Baltimore. That's a Northeast fucking... He's in the Northeast Beast realm. Like my boy Insight in there. He teaches kids all year long. Then when summer vacation comes on, he goes and teaches uh, dyslexic kids or something like that. The kid really cares. Him and his wife. they're They're both teachers. So he's a he's a Northeast Beast. You know what I mean? Like... We understand fighting because we've been around boxers our whole fucking life and fucking, you know, street fighters, all of it. We didn't have fucking phones in the 80s and 90s that were filming everything. Because if we had fucking film, phones in the 80s and 90s, I don't know, we'd all be in trouble. You know what I mean? We would have did some fucking stupid shit. You know what I mean? Probably. But I can guarantee you this. We'd have knockout rails like you would never fucking seen on the internet before. If we could go back in time... I wish I could go back in time to be 20 again. So I could just, I know what I know now, what I know back then. You know what I mean? I wish I knew back then what I know since I've known since I was about fucking 40 or something or 30. You know what I mean? We don't mature to what 25 people. All right? So all you uh, veterans out there that fight for our country and all the veterans that fight for their countries, salute to all these uh, veterans. You guys are a very important part. Uh, in America, we are very proud of you. I mean, I tried to go in the Marines. The guy comes back. The recruiter goes, we're not giving you an AR-15. Hey, whatever, dude. Whatever. Why? Because I'm going to be a better Marine than you? I would have been. I definitely would have been a better Marine. But uh, go in the Marines, people. You young, younger people or even older. Go in the Marines. Go in the Navy SEALs. Really test your fucking self. Go in the Air Force. Get in those fucking planes and fucking, you know what I mean? Go in those fucking jet fighters and fucking, you know, use your brain. But if you're going to the Navy, go in the Navy SEALs. You know what I mean? The Navy's good. Don't get me wrong. The Army's good. Don't get me wrong. 
I know Army Rangers, you know what I mean? Not bad guys at all. You know what I mean? Not bad woman. You know what I mean? So salute to our American uh, veterans out there, the ones that uh, died for our freedoms and the ones that are, uh, you know, uh, taking care of our country right now. Um, Navy SEALs salute Jocko, uh, that crazy nut fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, David Goggins. Salute, David Goggins. Jordan Peterson, salute. Tony Robbins, salute. Uh, Dean, um, Dean G, with the, uh, with the Italian last name. I, I forgot how to pronounce your last name, Dean. A salute to you. For a great program last week. Uh, the Thrive, the Thrive, the, uh, what was it? The Thrive Challenge or whatever it was. I, I did all five days. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, salute to uh, Original Slayer. Original Slayer. Go check out go check out Rain and Blood in uh, South of Heaven. Go check out those two albums. And then go deeper. Uh, three, three albums deeper than that. Go check out Metallica. Master of Puppets. Third album. Second album, Ride the Lightning. Go listen to Kill Em All, their first album. Then, if you want, go listen to Garage Days. Five cover songs that they did. And then go listen to fucking uh, Injustice for All. The first album without Cliff Burton. And Garage Days was without Cliff Burton. R.I.P. Uh, Recipes, Cliff Burton. R.I.P. Original Slayers, Jeff Henninen. And um, that middle track is uh, the first track off my second album. Um, looking into doing a third album now. I already started a third album uh, couple, uh, 2016. 2018 when I came off all the meds. The uh, Oxycontin, the Oxycodones, uh, Xanax, uh, the Xanax bars and the Xanny bars, um, you know, that was just a time to get better for myself because I wasn't, uh, you know, emotional fucking roller coaster. You know what I mean? But there is no can't out there, people. There's only can. And people can say, poor me all they want and this and that and this and that. Listen, life is life. Life is never going to be easy. The hardest thing you've been through is the hardest thing you've been through, right? Uh, it will only make you stronger. You know what I mean? Mentally, physically, everything. You got to take care of yourselves, people. You got to go out there every day and be active and, and train. Train hard. Today's my only day off. Usually I do Sabbath Sundays, you know what I mean? But that was just to help motivate people, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm done doing that. I'm done doing that. I'm done trying to motivate people, you know what I mean? I'm done. I motivated a lot of people. I got a lot of emails. I'm glad I can motivate you people during the shutdown and everything. I'm glad I motivated a lot of you people, even prior to the shutdown. George Francis from Fighters Rep, thank you. You were the one that gave me that. You said, Bobby, you should be doing this. You know what I mean? And I did. I listened to you, and I did it. You know what I mean? So I got a lot of emails thanking me. You know what I mean? So it's all good. You know what I mean? Um, I got a lot of new things coming up. A lot of new things come up. This whole month, next month, it's going to be a really good freaking rest of the year. That's all I can say. I, I don't want to say nothing because I, I want to surprise everybody. You know what I mean? But uh, just subscribe and like. Help me build this. And if you do that, then I, I promise, like, I'll never, ever not be here and give you great fucking comment with great guests because there's plenty of great guests. I got plenty of people that want to come on. I just got to find the people that are going to be responsible and do it every fucking time and not make excuses. 
Because excuses are like assholes. Everyone has one. All right? I don't make excuses because what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's basically just saying you're giving the fuck up. You know what I mean? I'll never give the fuck up. You'll never see me give up. My work ethic is impeccable. I work hard. But I work smarter now, not harder. I work really hard on my body and my mind, fight myself every day. I got to do that for me. Everyone out there, you're going through mental issues, you know, you're going through depression, whatever, get out there and fight with yourself every day. Pour sweat. Train till you can't train no more. Even if you got injuries, like I, like I'm legally disabled. I have serious fucking injuries, right? But I train like a fucking savage. I really fucking do. And guess what? It makes me feel a little bit better. It really does. I'm still in pain. I'm in probably in worse pain. But I don't let it get to me. Ignore the pain. Pain is temporary. The pain I go through is forever. I guarantee it unless stem cell research does some fucking miracles for me. Uh, one of these days, I'll be able to go do uh, stem cell research in Colombia and fucking Mexico. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll be able to fucking... Uh, fix my spine. Every disc is going a different direction from the from my tailbone all the way up to my neck. Every single one is going a different direction. So what's your excuse out there? See this? See this scar on my head? What's your excuse out there? What is your excuses out there, people? That's what I want to know. Heed the words I say, people. I'm trying to help you people. I'm trying to help you people. What happens when you get to protect your wife and kids and you, you can't protect them? What happens then? We're going to wait till it's too late. Get in shape. Get in shape. Get in fighting shape. Anyone can lift weights and fucking be a bodybuilder. That, hey, nothing wrong with that. Like I said, if you're getting paid to fucking do it, go do it. You will be healthier doing it. I guarantee it. And you will reach your goals if you're consistent. You will. Consistency is the biggest key to training people. Don't overtrain, but train hard. And it's very simple. Eat right. Eat right, a lot of water, get rid of, I, I, I'm not going to give you knowledge that you should be paying me for, but I've said this in a bunch of friggin' bunch, I got 500 plus fucking uh, clips, uh, live training, all that stuff, I, I've given you guys the the knowledge, you know what I mean, it's, it's like rinse and repeat, right, train hard, and do it consistently, right, train hard, eat healthy, drink a lot of water, Rest, repeat. It's very fucking simple. There's five fucking things right there. Very simple. The thing is, go out there and do uncomfortable things and be comfortable in chaos. You know what I mean? Because that's what you got to be. At the gym, no one's going to, or down the parks, wherever you train, train in your fucking yard, whatever. It don't matter. Just get that training in daily. Get it in. If I don't train daily, um, I'm definitely a lot more aggravated. You know what I mean? Because I'm fighting with myself and my brain. You know what I mean? Inside. I'm just fighting with myself. It's like those devils on the right side of your shoulder telling you, oh, you don't have to work out today. Oh, you can drink that Pepsi. You can drink that Coke. Uh, you know, and then you got your angels on the other side. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to that fucking devils, right? Go out and train. Go out and feel good. Come home. Feel humble. Uh, pour and sweat. You know, getting rid of the freaking cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, all that stuff. You know, get lean and mean, because that's what it's all about, people. Gets, you know, you got to train, you got to train hard. You got to train hard. You got to push yourself. You have to push yourself.
Now, I know there's people out there that might not be able to train because they lost their legs or lost their arms or whatever, or on breathing machines. There's a, there's a lot of blindness. There's a lot of stuff, right? Um, there is something for you to do, though. There's something out there that you could do that'll uh, get you a little healthier. And maybe you can't do it as, as hard as others, but you can still do it. There's hope, people out there. You know what I mean? You just got to have that positive mindset daily. You know what I mean? All right, people, I'm out. I'll see you guys Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, and uh, Fridays for Savage Inc. Picks. It was 5-5 five and five this week, like I said. 500 average, so no one lost money. Uh, my boy, my co-host, Kiwi, he, he did very well. You would have won money with his picks. And um, next week, uh, you know, we do it again. So Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Friday, Savage Inc. picks. And after the fights, post-fight. Post-fights are on right after the fights. Uh, I think Insight's going to be joining me. I think Kiwi's going to uh, be joining me. I'm pretty sure. If not, you don't have to. That's fine. Jay Smoothie's always welcome. Travis Demko, you're always welcome. There's a lot of people. Uh, you know, I got even more people. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just I'm sifting through the people to see who's really going to show up and be uh, consistent. You know what I mean? And we could grow this thing. Or I'll do it by myself, and that's fine fucking too. All right, people. Have a great night. Have a blessed night with your families and your loved ones. Or if you're by yourself, have a blessed night. Um, you know, don't don't sweat the small shit out there. Small shit to a giant, people. You all could do really good with your life if you uh, work on it, all right? I'm going to leave you guys with this. God bless you all, yous and yours, all you people out there. Inside, have a safe trip to Alaska. Take some pictures, brother. Peace.